Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and I am the master chef, cooking you up something succulent and divine. It's your boys out here, and we are serving hot talk and cool iced tea. And I'm Mia Mix, here to set the tone and make sure the mood is right. So come on in and get comfortable. Pull up a chair, have a seat. You can even take your shoes off. Wait, not if your feet is down. <laughs> oh, hell <no>. Welcome, <laughs> Welcome to, to Marsha's Place. The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be all right. Just know that it will be all right. It will be all right. It will be all right. Y'all, we got somebody new on the mic. My gay son, Brandon. Hi. Hola. <laughs> Z and me are still here, but I, we was sitting here before the show, and we was having this conversation, and I just thought that you guys needed to be included in this conversation. So, Brandon, bust it out. So, um, I was, uh, I've been, I have a little friend that I've been dealing with or whatever, and they uh, recently texted me, well, they texted me today, and they were, like, asking me all these weird questions, like, uh, what would, uh, they were asking me, what would have to happen for me to consider not being with somebody? Mm -hmm. And I, when he asked me that, I couldn't really, I, I was like, I was trying to think, like, what would, what could be strong enough to warrant me, like, not wanting to be bothered with somebody? And I really couldn't think of anything. But and with us having, being in the LGBT, no, I don't want to say LGBT, because that's not just, uh. I don't want to say lesbians kind of, they don't, they do. But oh, it, yes, they do. The, it's just not in the same way that it's marketed to us. Anytime yeah. you are assigned male at birth and you are in the gay community, these kind of conversations, these preambles and these, these prefaces of conversation, we kind of can clock what's about to happen right? <laughs> in the conversation. But go ahead. So when he says, well, what what would uh, have to happen for you to not be with somebody? I've been asked that question before, and I know where it went. So I didn't want to jump to conclusions. So I'm like, well, what are you saying? Because I, I don't like – I want you to say what it is. I don't want to have to assume or guess. So he basically was like, well, um, I'm trying to say uh, – uh, 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 do you get what I'm trying to say? Uh, he was just—he couldn't really find the wording to say what he wanted to say. So I said, uh, "I said, from what I'm gathering, from what you're basically saying, what I've, what you wanted to say so far, I'm gathering that you're positive. Is that—is that what the case is? Are you positive? Are you trying to come out to me and tell me you're positive? Is that what this is? Right, because that's what I would assume. Right, it's because that, that's the—they try to beat around the bush with these same typical questions, and it's not to say that. Um, there are because we know that there is stigma around right. HIV. We know that mm -hmm. there are some responses from people that are going to be uneducated, ignorant, and rude. So it's not like they don't have. It's kind of like when we talk, and I hate comparing RT to HIV, but sometimes it's the only thing but I can it compare. Seems the two it's it's it, it, it really similar because we're sharing something that could be negative to you. Yeah, the the, the fact that, that could, could, could deter you from talking to talking me. to me and mm. garner a negative response yeah, from the you. Disclosure part. Yeah, the disclosure closure part so yeah. i can understand them because it's not like it's impossible for somebody to give you a negative reaction to what i'm about to tell you right. so maybe i need to ease on into this yeah so that's why i kind of was just like okay well whatever let me just i'll just entertain and play along with it so when he finally when it came out he was like yeah you know i i just found out that uh, some dude told me that he was un that he was undetectable and I had sex with him. So for now, I'm just gonna say yeah, I'm positive. Okay, well. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. So he's he's what? thinking because dude said he was undetectable that he caught it. That's that's <laughs> what he told me. But I already know what the situation is. Right. He went to the hospital for something else, uh -huh. and they found out his TV. He found out his TV. Right. So he's trying to lighten. So he yeah, which is lighten the hammer. Yeah, and I told him I said <laughs> at this point it is what it is. He goes. I, I said, that's not going to stop me from wanting to talk to you. I mm -hmm. said, 
what will stop me from wanting to talk to you is you basically violating the basic principles that I move by in my relationships with people. Right. And HIV doesn't that doesn't affect that. Right. Because you know? if you real with me and with now I can say me being a person who has evolved yeah. in regards to the conversations around HIV. Mm-hmm. I used to be one of them people who I, I don't want to say I would have responded negatively. It wouldn't be like, or I can't really tell you, but I definitely was one of the people who would not have dated somebody who, who um, was HIV positive. Right. That, that, that is, I was one of those people. And it's okay to be that type of person. Absolutely. You know, um, yeah. and one of the reasons back in the day that I, I had that mindset was, I just felt like while I'm having sex, I want to have the freedom to do what I want to do without the wary. Right. I want to have the freedom. I don't want to be in a situation where I have to take care of something like that for the rest of my life, Mm -hmm. which you do. When you get in that situation, you have to take care of yourself in a specific way with medication and da-da-da-da-da. I don't want to be in that situation. And I didn't. W- I don't. I don't want to worry about the risk of me being in that situation. Yeah. Um. Um. Of course, in everyday life, as a single person, you have to worry about it. But I'm talking about in a relationship. In a relationship, is much more direct, and much more. Um. You know, we really have to be conscious of that. If I don't want to be positive as well, right? right? Mm-hmm. But if I'm with somebody who is who is not positive, and I am not positive then there's a certain level of freedom that comes with that, right or wrong. Right, and peace in, of mind. In, in a, and peace of mind in a right. relationship. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I have to worry about it as a single person having casual sex with people that I don't know their history. But yes. you would rather not have to worry about that with in a In a relationship. Right. So, um, and I can't say that I'm still not like that. Mm. I can't say that. But I can, I can definitely say that I have involved, I have evolved to a person who would consider it yeah, would consider it. It's it's closer to a yes than it was before. It's not necessarily a yes, but it's closer to a yes than it was before. Does it make sense? Normally, I like before I got because ex- I've oh, I've had like a bunch of friends come out with their tea and you know I, and like you know Kayla and all that situation. You know my my first gay mom, her name was Kayla, and I I I think she died from the, the HIV complications and bad silicone complications but mm-hmm. i think the hiv had a, a lot to do with it and she refused treatment for that but it was just it, it started with her and then you know other other friends of mine you know you just you start to before it scared me and it frightened me i didn't want to talk about it i didn't even want to like uh you know but right. then when when the shit gets forced into your life the shit gets forced into your personal bubble and what you do have you mean no by sh- that forced my my best friends my good my good judy's getting it and dying mm-hmm. from it like i can't when I hear about it from some other, fr- like about some other random, mm-hmm. I can hear about it and then dismiss it. It's, it's kind of like watching it on TV and changing the channel. It, yeah, it, right. And it's it, and it's it's mythical. Yeah, like it's it's like um, you hear about it, but you never really see it. Right. You never yeah. really exactly. It. Because people are hiding it. First of all, so yeah. people you don't really know are not coming out and telling you. And right. You know they don't feel obligated to. Ooh, let me sit you down and tell you about the city. Right. right. They do that to their friends and their family, but they don't do it to you because and it's none of your business. It, Exactly, it's none of your business. It's none of your, yeah, exactly. So, it wasn't just like you. It wasn't until I had people who were in my circle, right, and close to me, who I loved and care about, and I had to be tender about the situation. Yeah, when I had to get educated about it, and not educated on the basics of it. Yes, I knew. I've been knowing for a long time. If you drink out of my cups, I'm not gonna get HIV. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like it's certain levels of education that I had from the beginning because you know. Yeah. Just, that but i'm talking about the, the tenderness and um the levels and l- the levels of stigma involved is that i may be participating in yeah i had to learn that part and of the it. ways to, to really respond way. to it whenever it's because my initial response at first i remember when my f- when one of my good friends first told me their tea my initial response was the worst response you could ever say and i said well who gave it to you mm. And they said that that is the worst thing you could say. What I started to say, na- what I would say, my response now is, well, how are you doing? 
and are you in care? That's usually what the conversation, how I respond right. to it now, just so that, you know, they know I'm not coming from some type of, well, ugh, you know, right. who gave you that? Oh, what you going to do right. about that? You know, oh, well, you know. Oh, my God, people have actually responded like that. I'm sure. That oh, I'm pretty sure they have that shady as fuck. <laughs> I remember my best friend. Yeah. He like, told, he came out and he told me, and I was kind of like Diamond. I kind of was like, well, I, w- I wouldn't say that. I didn't want to date anybody that was HIV positive, but I never had any people in my circle, like you said, Mm -hmm. that had it. So I was kind of like, I knew about it, but it just wasn't something that affected me until my friend, he just told me one day and I was like, oh, wow. Like he didn't look any, there was, he didn't look sick. He didn't look like all those stereotypes that they give you. He looked healthy, but nothing wrong with him. And um, I had to educate myself, too, because I think we were play fighting one day and he um, he has braces and um, my elbow hit his braces and I started to bleed. And I was like, oh, my God, like, bitch. Am I okay? Oh, you, had, was, you had a real HIV scare, like a real but, unnecessary HIV scare, right. which is good that you had and you're telling people about it. Right. Right. How many other people? Have that experience. To have that experience. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, but, but but it wasn't a scare because it's just like, bitch, he was like, bitch, I, that was like a, a little drop of uh, a spit or whatever. That's not going to contaminate your blood. Did the thought cross your mind? Did it you did because I, I kept asking. So you, he was just ha- like, so you did have a scare. Yeah, then. well, to me at the time, but it, but uh, realistically it wasn't. But for me, it was at the time. And yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And he was he was like, bitch, now you starting to make me feel some type of way, girl. You are fine. You want to go to the doctor? I, I used to be <laughs> one of uh, the people that educate people on this. Like, girl, if you keep trying it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, bitch. But I it, think it, 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 it becomes, ahead. it becomes, w- when you, when the face of the stigma and the face of the situation is your Judy or you or your family, it becomes, that's when it becomes personal. It becomes real. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. That, and that's w- what happened to me is the first person. So when I was younger, I've been going to the gay club since we were, um, shit. 13, 14. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the first time that I heard about HIV, well, this is not the first time I heard it. This is the first time I heard it from our people. Yeah. The first time I heard about it was when I was shit young. Oh, he's going to grow up to be one of them fags. And they going to die. You know, from my family. He's in the booty fag. Yeah, right. They going to get that gay man. Don't go to jail. <laughs> All of that kind of shit. You know, th- of course, I heard about AIDS that in that way. nasty woman's disease. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they kind of brought it to me. But when I first heard about it within the community, uh-huh. um, we were standing outside a club, and one of my good friends was talking to this guy. And this guy, he had body. He was so fine. And he was kind of one of the, not older. He was older to us because he was in his 20s, and we were teenagers. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he was one of the older guys, but he was fine. He looked like a man, baby. A stallion, a stallion. baby. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> and he and and we and he lived for my friend. Right. And so uh, I'm like, bitch, ooh, you need to wear that out. Wear that, wear that out, out baby. <laughs> so, um, but then everybody was coming to us like, y'all need to be careful. Be careful. And we like, what the about like the, and then it just started to be a big it started as a little whisper then it started to be a hum oh we see he on you you better be careful yeah he liked to pop the young girls he liked to pop and we like what are y'all talking about she got the witch mother's potent brew girl. <laughs> <laughs> she got goody she got a gift for you <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna last you for the rest of your life honey and they making all these jokes and jokes and jokes, and jokes. Yeah. and then i clock you know i'm not done okay so i'm clock oh they saying he positive so at that point, I'm worried about my friend now. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because I'm young, I'm 14, I don't have sex education, and I don't know. You get what I'm saying? What's a, at this point, what's a condom? Right. Because <laughs> right. we teenagers, <laughs> and we ain't got no sex education, baby. We raw doggy. What does that mean? Put my booty, baby. <laughs> right, getting these yams. Bear bag. <laughs> so BBB. Oh, you got real excited, Mia. Is that your <laughs> So it, it, it's like mm, in my mind, I was worried about my friend. Like, is you trying to set my friend up? Right. So I got really angry and confronted him about <laughs> it. It was late. I was. Oh my god. Uh, I mean, I, I was embarrassed about it. I'm embarrassed about it, thinking oh. about it. But in that moment, 
I felt like I was protecting my friend. Uh, Are you trying to give my friend HIV? You said that? They said that you had HIV. I, I will beat your motherfucking ass for trying to give my friend <laughs> HIV. Like, and I'm a 14-year-old talking to like a 24-year-old grown man. <laughs> we, well, I was going in and wearing it out. And I, at the time, like I said, I felt like I was protecting my friend and... Well, I mean, you were doing what you knew what to do at yeah. 14, so. It, you know, and it was just, uh, it was annoying to me that this person, uh, first of all, I wouldn't even consider that these motherfuckers could be lying. Right. <laughs> I wouldn't even consider <laughs> Let's that. Let's start off there. Let's start first. off there. <laughs> That's number one. <laughs> and I hadn't lived in the community long enough to realize that shit. If you let another motherfucker say it, we all got HIV. Right. Because <laughs> I'm sure somebody done said it about me. I'm sure somebody done said it about I'm you. Sure I'm sure have. somebody done said it about you. Mm-hmm. Hey, baby, you can't be assigned male at birth and not be accused of having HIV at some point in your life. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I hadn't lived in the community that long to know that that's a part of the culture to be to be lying and da 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 da. Right. So it's so many levels of why me doing that was wrong. But he handled it really well. He was like, mm, "These motherfuckers is lying," and you know, I'm not even trying to talk to you to not to me to your friend. Um, and I told he was like, "I totally get you trying to protect your friend, but motherfuckers hate on me because I look good." Da 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 da. And he was like, "I'm not even trying to talk to you," and it made the situation between him and my friend awkward. And yeah. my friend stopped talking to him, of course. And I had actually, I don't remember. He, I, he, either, he either moved out of the city or the years, like right, like maybe like a year after that, he had moved out of the city. Mm-hmm. And so um, I never seen him anymore. But that was my first incident with HIV. Now, the yeah. first time that somebody had ever that I knew come out to me as being positive was my friend Dominique, rest in peace. She died of um of a heroin overdose maybe like nine months ago. Oh, oh right, yeah. yeah. She did, my it friend just, Dominique. Yeah, I remember I'm that. So, <sighs> rest in peace, girl. Um, She, years ago, like maybe um back in 04, 04? Uh, years ago. I know I, I hadn't moved from Indianapolis. And no, 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 it had to be like 02. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I had c- just came back from college and I was back at home in Indianapolis and we were in the club and I'm just coming back to, you know, when you come back to your hometown kind of for the first time since you've been gone. You want to feel it. You, like, you want to feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Who should be that girl? Yes, yeah. yeah. ma'am. Go by all exactly. the the old places you used yeah, to trump me, Miss Diamond. I'm back. I'm Ms. back. <laughs> Do you see my progression? <laughs> exactly. So I'm coming in and it's like, yo. I'm pumping through, and she sees me. Oh, my God, Miss Diamond. Da, da, da. She, then she says, while we getting our drinks, she's like, I got something to tell you. I was like, oh, okay. Da, 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 da. So she takes me out to the patio of the bar, and we sipping our drinks, and she says, girl, well, I don't know how you're going to take this, but, well, um, I'm positive, girl. <laughs> I'm not glad for that how you say she's positive. I'm glad for that how you say she's <laughs> That's how she says it. Girl, I'm positive, girl. So, yeah. And in that moment, I am like, this is the first time that I have to deal with this. Mm-hmm. I'm not as uneducated as I was at 14. I'm much more educated now. And my response was immediately to hug her. But I can't be lie and say that it was about her comfort. It was more about my comfort because I hugged her. Number one, my immediately thought was I don't want her to feel weird. I don't want it to be any kind of sense of I don't want to touch you. I don't want to feel you. I don't want you close to me. I don't want any sense mm-hmm. of that. So I'm going to hug you right now. So you know I'm not one of them people. It was not about I want to comfort you in this moment. It was not that. It was it just it was I need to be comforted in this moment. Give me a hug. <laughs> <laughs> and that makes me think of what you were talking about earlier as far as intention and impact. Like th- her comfort wasn't the intention. Right. But it still was the impact anyway. Right, exactly. You know, which is what matters. She started crying in that situation. Aww. Right. She started crying, and she was like, 
I didn't, you know, you are like a mother to me and I never wanted to disappoint you with this situation. Uh But because me and her had a, not a weird relationship, but it was like a mother-daughter relationship. Even though we weren't far from each other's age, but when I was a senior, she was a freshman. Okay. And we went to the same high school, but it was a moment, I think I told you about this, where we were like in the gym. I walked in the gym, and she was with cisgender with girls, and they were all, she was popping and dancing and doing all this twerking stuff, and they were laughing at her and making other, the dudes laugh at her, and she's popping, thinking that they're kind of laughing with her, but I'm like, girl, they're not laughing. They're getting you together. They're getting you together. Right. And so I came in the gym and grabbed her, scooped her up, and said, "Uh uh-uh, baby, come on. Come on, baby. I'm queen mother in this school. (laughs) (laughs) I'm queen B, and... I need you to let me come here. Let me put you put pull your coattails and tell you what the tea is. These motherfuckers is laughing at you. You are being a court jester for them right now. And that's not how we do it. I'm not going to let you go out like that. Let me show you how to pump through this school and wear these motherfuckers out. Let me give you some of this this womanly wisdom, baby. (laughs) Exactly. And so when I pulled her to the side and said, hey, let me show you how to, um," because they're laughing at you. They're not laughing with you. Let's laugh at these bitches. Let's do that. <laughs> and we, she kind of, I brought her to my house, showed her how to do some make, little makeup, showed her how to get the, go to, showed her the right wig store instead of this fucking Party City. <laughs> Red Attack <laughs> Party City Red Attack wig. And, you know, just give her whatever I knew. And it wasn't like I was super advanced, but I was, oh, I was well on my way longer than her. Right. And so I was like, you know, let me put you on the road to being who you are. Mm-hmm. And so... We always had that mother-daughter relationship. So when she told me, and she was like, I never want to disappoint you, it let me know I needed in that moment to tell her, you're not a disappointment to me because of this. Like, and I told, and then that's when the mother in me came out, and I sat her down, and we was on the patio just talking, and I started crying, she started crying, and I was like, this could be me in six months. Mm-hmm. This could be me in two years. This could be me in 10 years. I can't, I'm not going to sit here and tell you as a trans woman that especially at that time of my life in need of love, like in desperate need of love, it mm-hmm. wasn't about um, low self esteem. Yes, it was about low self esteem, but at that time of my life, like shit, niggas, what niggas wanted to do, that was the rule. <laughs> it was like if he wanted to fuck me raw and he was my love and he was my love, might think about it. Here it go. <laughs> oh, you made my love. Come down. Come down. <laughs> you know, so um, that was what it was. I, you know, I knew at that point, like I could be you, right? So it it would the, the humanity. I definitely let her know her humanity and how I'm not I'm not exempt from this. Just because you got it, don't sit here and make me don't whatever this image, motherly image of you of me that you have i don't want it to be that you think like i'm on this pedestal because right. i don't have it because right. that's not the case i could have it next year 10 years from now whenever because this is a part of our life and we got to deal with it yeah are you on your meds then you good come on let's get some more to drink and let's have some fun we yeah. don't need to dwell on this that's <laughs> because the yeah. fact is there are people who have hiv that actually live longer than bitches that don't uh, amen <laughs> <laughs> Honey, <laughs> that's the truth. No shame. No shame. So, how did you handle the guy? Now, uh, well, you know, I told he well towards the end of the conversation, the the way it wrapped up was, you know, he said, well, so you're basically saying that uh, you would still want to be with me consi- after everything I told you, and I said, yeah, I said, I said that doesn't cross my mind when I think of things that would be you know hold enough merit for me to discontinue a relationship with you i said i i like you for whatever i said i i so that's that's i said that's a small piece of the fabric of your life uh his name's uh brandon too so i was like that's a small small piece and you can't let people make that the focal point of your life, and you can't let that make that be the focal point of your life. Exactly. You, it, it, it is what it is. Right. I said so, and I said maybe because I'm a little older than you, but <laughs> if you live longer in this scene, this scenario here, you will be reacting the same way I am to you, 
to somebody else. Right. You but know what I'm saying? But it takes time, though. When you say that, even because, Diamond, you were saying that even with spooking your own tea or clocking your own tea, like that in the beginning stages when you tell people, when you first started telling people, it's not as easy. And But once you start doing it a couple of times, you'd be like, okay, well, bitch, either you're going to accept me for who I am or you're not. But like when you, I, for me, when I first started telling As far people, as disclosing your tea. Your yeah, when I, yeah, okay. when, well, I, I feel it's in the same retrospect. Right, like my right. best friend has, yeah. a, um, has it and he's, we talk about the same things. He's like, bitch, I spilled my tea. He said he said he cool with it. And we'd be no, like, no, because when every time Diamond says she hates to compare the two, I kind of agree, but it's still it's a great comparison though. Yeah, like, it they're, is. they're excellent comparisons, and I can just imagine that must be what it feels like as, you know, like trans and you know disclosing your tea, like your HIV status. The comparison is not about like transness is a disease and it can hurt you because it can't. No, it's just it's about, about disclosure. just telling you my business. I don't want you to yeah. know that or and whatever. That you could have a negative response yeah. to it. And like you that. not want to fuck with me. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure how you're going to react to what I'm about to tell exactly. you. Exactly. That's know. the comparison and the shame and the stigma and maybe different, but there is shame and stigma with being a trans woman when it comes to cis heteronormative society. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like they, they, me telling you I'm a trans woman comes with a lot of angst and anxiety and I need to be careful because it can turn out to be ugly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It can turn, and not just ugly in a violent way. You could kill me. That's that's the most extreme. But another thing, you can really hurt my feelings. Exactly. In that, in that I was moment. Getting, I'm so glad you said that. I was getting ready to say that. Like in the and in that moment with him during that conversation, I was really careful to select my words. Right. Because I know that that's a very that's a sensitive fucking topic to talk about. Like mm-hmm. and and like when you expose, you are just laying yourself out vulnerable to me to my reactions. Exactly. And any type of way I can like it can either make things better or it could put you in such a fucked up ass mindset that it could lead to other shit like suicide, I don't know, suicide depression not all that your shit because exactly. y'all know like I'm, the, I'm that girl I'm depression <laughs> I'm that girl right. so I know what that feels like yeah. so I yeah just I learned that I have to you have to m- let them know that none of that shit matters mm-hmm. you matter Right. You know, self-care matters. You matter. That's it. You know, mm-hmm. and and it, there is no like I love you and that's a part of you. So it's just and it, it doesn't take it away is. from I you as a person. Yeah. Like exactly. and that was it. And that's how the conversation with us ended. And he ended up like he was just like, oh, my God, I can't believe I f- I'm into you even more now. Aww. And I'm just like, boy, be fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to thank you for sharing yes. this story with us. No and problem. being a little queen, <laughs> little queenie guest <laughs> on my show. You're Yay. welcome. He's always in the background when we're recording. So yes. I said, come on, let's bring you on in. because I have to get in the spotlight today, baby. <laughs> 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 come on, Z, because I want you to... Um, I got your chair nice. The reason why we he- couldn't have <laughs> Z talk because we only got three damn mics. If you want to <laughs> donate some money so we can get another <laughs> mic, then go <laughs> ahead and go ahead. <laughs> Everything got diamond style. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, hit up that PayPal. <laughs> <laughs> so, Z, do um, trans men have HIV concerns and how so? Yes, if you're having like if you're gay or bi or something like that, or if you're, or even if you're dealing with trans women that deal with cis men, you know stuff like that. But gotcha. mostly, like, cause mostly, if you lived as a lesbian, that's not really a, big a risk topic. at all. I mean, and so that's why I was saying about um, yeah, if you now if, if you're dealing with men too, mm-hmm. then you can may have to worry about. It. But if you just exclusively dealing with women. It's kind of like y'all don't talk about it. Yeah. Like y'all don't, it's not almost not a concern. Yeah. So that's what I kind of want to know. Not even But I know STDs. you date trans women, so. But you can yeah. still get STDs as a lesbian, right? Yeah. From another woman? Absolutely. No. It's just it's really rare it's in HIV cases. I know you can get gonorrhea. Yeah. You can get herpes. Because <laughs> HIV isn't the only STD yeah, yeah, of course. Right. On, on, on the planet, baby. You still got to protect yourself if you're a lesbian or if you right. whatever. Um, but HIV specifically, I don't think that that is a big concern. No, it's not at all. Yeah. I don't know why. 
<laughs> but it's just Maybe not because it'd be DL girls too. Yeah, right. It'd be DL girls too. So getting dick on the low, right? <laughs> or getting some pussy on the low. <laughs> that too. <laughs> so, um, but I know, especially um, trans guys who date gay men, mm-hmm. and because there's a lot of trans guys that date gay men, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, or date trans women, mm-hmm. or just you know are pansexual, bisexual, date cis men, okay. or whatever. You know these people who don't these you know we we fluid out here motherfucker <laughs> we out here <laughs> we out here fluid <laughs> <in> the bitch <laughs> doing what we do uh-huh. <laughs> having a good time <laughs> enjoying our life right <laughs> as we're here <laughs> um so you know it, it has to be a concern for everybody who participates in um these streets <laughs> yeah <laughs> so how do you protect yourself how do you have conversation about how do you protect yourself and how do you have conversation open conversation open dialogue in regards to that um i would say have the proper mindset of understanding that sexuality is a uh very fluid you know and, and like a lot of a lot of us trans folks try to you know push not really push but explain that gender and sexuality is different so to explain that it's like a spectrum is a big part of it because like it's what makes fetishes addiction to porn shit like that so we have to learn from porn you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so just being open about it with not so much imagery and like understanding that even like stuff like porn is to get views stuff like that so you know just be it's important as parents stuff like that to uh be a little more open about it. We don't really have discussion, things like that. So, um, uh, so I was reading something. Let's see. I was I, I get on psychology today a lot. That's actually where I found my gender therapist. Um, on psychology today, it says nine out of ten. Wait, 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 wait. Say what you found. I found my gender therapist. Right. So let this, you know, black folks got a stigma around mental health. <laughs> Every, you sure do. Everybody needs a therapist. <laughs> if you're going through issues and you, now everybody can't afford one, yes. But there are some clinics oh, and, 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 and <laughs> things that you can get free counseling and therapy so go out here and get these resources get your mental health together this is a part of your self-care don't let them think because you a strong black Mm -hmm. person that you can't get a little bit of help of dealing with the issues and sometimes just talking to somebody can help you anyway i'm sorry i just want to break but not even that y'all be paying an hour or you know what go ahead Well, okay. yeah, y'all we're got money for other today. shit. <laughs> 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 y'all got mother for other extracurricular activities. activities. Go and cough up that eighty dollars for that session <laughs> exactly. with that therapist. <laughs> and you can buy them Jordans. All right, so it says sell some food stamps for a purse. You sure can sell some food stamps for a little therapist, <laughs> right? But I'm just something. saying. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So it says studies revealed that nine out of ten children from ages. 8 to 16 learn about sex from porn. In fact, the uh, this exposure often occurs before the wheels have begun to turn from parental or other educational efforts of sex education. In fact, prior to dating, kids report have seen hundreds of adult strangers having sex either on TV or through explicit pornography. The impact upon children varies and stirs mixed responses from alluring feelings and confusing thoughts to shame and even addiction. Certainly not experiences that you want your children to have as they build their foundation for sexuality and relationships. So my question to you guys would be, what could we do to progress? Oh, wait, yeah. What? Why don't we have these discussions about sex and sex education in general like it's kind of like taboo to talk about sex in general like we were me and mia was talking earlier and then she was talking about how she kind of wanted to make it a little juicy and like kind of talk about what we like as like as individuals as far as sex and i'm like whoa (laughs) you want to go there so it's like why can't i 
But then it's like it's kind of sacred, so I kind of understand. But I feel like we should have we should be able to have discussions at the same time in certain spaces. Anytime that I am brought this question or um, sex education comes up, it reminds me of an incident that I had between. I call her my niece, but she's not my niece. She is my mother's cousin's child. So she's my cousin, but I don't, whatever. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. So she, her father was like a sibling, literally her cousin, but like a sibling, raised in the same home with my mom. So it's like my uncle. So that's why I call her my cousin. But she's younger than me, so I kind of call her my niece. I don't know. Uh Anyway, (laughs) so way younger than me. So when I'm in my 20s, she's like 13. Uh, You know, I'm like 23, and she's like 13. Okay. So her mother was a type of mother that I do not want to hear you talking about. I don't want to hear questions about sex. I don't want to talk about sex. You too young to talk about sex. That's not right. Right. And I don't want to. I will lock you up in the in your bedroom if I hear you, see you talking to boys. Oh it, it was very no, 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 no. But she was in the process. She had a secret boyfriend, mm-hmm. and she was in the process of deciding to have sex with the secret boyfriend. And she was alone in Didn't talking about nothing. it, except for her friends, right? Who was already having sex. But she wanted to talk to somebody who was an adult. Uh-huh. Who right. Could, who, but, and it should be her mother. Right. <laughs> right? Exactly. But because her mother is approved and, you know, it's like she t- couldn't talk to her without having negative consequences. Right. Normal conversations about sex without having ne- negative, negative consequences. Mm-hmm. And so when I came into the house, it was like, <gasps> somebody (laughs) (laughs) and so you know one of the things one of the i don't want to say perks mm, not perks i was gonna say it's been a perk because it has (laughs) uh one of the stereotypes of trans women is that we're really open sexually Mm. and the stereotypes of that right right? and why is that (laughs) they know how to suck dick let me ask them about sucking dick questions Ooh, i don't have to be ashamed of all the freaky stuff that i do because you're a tranny (laughs) i know you do all kinds of freaky stuff like especially cisgender women they do not mind coming at you with all these stereotypes i can learn how do i learn how to do anal from you wow my boyfriend wants to do anal so i yeah. know you know how to do they'll it. be like oh so <laughs> it, they'll, they'll, so and this this is just what it is so when she brought it when she came to me that's kind of how she brought it as a 13 year old mm. like you so sexually free even uh-huh. though at that particular time in my life i had only had sex two times at 23 mm-hmm. <laughs> right now wait i done sucked a lot of dick <laughs> But actually being penetrated, I had only got penetrated twice when I was Mm -hmm. 16 and when I was 18. And I didn't get penetrated anymore until I was like 23. Oh, I was laying down. You're not the only one. So look, I know for me. I was not sexually active as people thought that I was because I was a trans woman. I wasn't. So when she brought it to me, but I was sexually educated at the time. Uh So, you know, I had, you know, I had been through stuff and I knew some stuff at the time. So when she brought it to me, it was like I was just an open book and I was teaching her about condoms. I was teaching her about birth control, what they do. Um, Basic stuff, her mom basic stuff that her. her mom need, needed to tell her. Right. Basic stuff that she should have had access to even at school. Right. At high school when we're talking about sex education. These things children need because at the end of the mm-hmm. day, I know y'all don't heard of Instagram after dark. We? Uh-uh. It, well, Instagram after dark is where, you know, it's the part of the internet that all the freaks go to. When you look at hashtags like eggplant, 
Um, when you oh. look at hashtags like bulge or different hashtags that can get you <laughs> certain type of pictures, it can give you. There's uh, kit groups. There's Snapchats where Snapchat. niggas oh, are yeah, jacking yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. There's Tumblers. And right. th- these kids have access to things to that we all of that exactly. that we may not have ac- had access to in a younger in an older generation. Mm-hmm. So. Oh my they're God. having sex. They're having sex. Like yeah. it's it, it's like you can't stop them from having sex. Just and this isn't a new thing. Yeah. My mama had a my mama had me when she was fucking sixteen years old. Right. That bitch was fucking at fourteen. Mm-hmm. So this ain't no. Oh my God, this new generation is having right. sex no, it's early. Not, not at all. The motherfuckers was having sex <laughs> early in the sixties. Motherfuckers right. was having sex. Long as dicks was in pussies was working, they was having sex. <laughs> I just think that <laughs> each generation it just becomes more fluid and more easier to get to. Like techno- uh, with technology, the yeah, technology. Gotcha. I, can, I can say that. I can say with technology, it's more accessible and it's secret. It it can be hidden really well. It can. It can be hidden really well. You don't know what your children is looking to. But because of that, you because you don't know what they are having access to, because you can have parental locks on their TV and their phone. Right. But their homeboy, but the homeboy at school or homegirl at school got a whole no, iPad. Got a whole iPad that ain't got no locks on it and they watching porn. Yeah. They watching niggas um run trains on chicks they sharing these videos you, i know y'all right. they, yeah. or they videos. running trains on chicks in right. the bathroom and putting on snapchat and putting it on snapchat right we see this and so these girls and these boys need guidance right now not later when they get 18 now we can talk about sex because you're grown no they need it right now at 12 11 yes. 13 14 when they are developing when they are getting the pressure to have sex right they need it in the story they need it and you know she ended up having a baby later mm-hmm. <laughs> but she didn't have a baby down when she's a teenager mm. <laughs> so yeah. you know for me that was a I, I can't answer why some people why it's a many layers to why there's a taboo with sex and talking about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah, there's yeah. religion, there is this belief that respectability somehow right. is makes you better. Makes you better more respectable. Culture is gonna save you. Culture is so many things that, that is that that informs that. But just like the conversation we just had in um with HIV. If I knew Luckily for me, I wasn't having sex just yet. Mm-hmm. Luckily for me, I didn't fall in head over heels in love with somebody that was positive because yeah. I would have been positive. Yeah, I know I would have. Um, luckily for me, I didn't. I, I, I can't. Re- it's like. I wish that I had the education that I had that I have now had somebody in my corner to talk to me about yeah. sex instead of using sex as the deterrent of my identity. Like right. You are, you are using the disease of this, of sex to tell me this is what you're going to get. If you keep doing what you're doing. Oh yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this is, this is what you're going to get instead of educating me about condoms. Instead of educating me about oral sex, instead of educating me about anal sex, instead of educating me about HIV, syphilis, gonorrhea, right. all that kind of stuff, you are not educating me. You're just basically telling me I'm going to catch this shit if I don't stop being a fag. Right. I'm going to catch this shit if you don't stop being a tranny. This is going to lead you in the wrong direction, lead you to death and dismay. Right. This is the only education that I got. Uh-huh. I had to get education from the community. Right. And sometimes that shit is wrong. <laughs> Hell sometimes yeah. Because the community told me that uh, bitch bottoms get get sec- STDs quicker than tops. And I said, yeah. oh, okay, so what does that mean? Right. So I was like, you know, bitch, so that means I can have unprotected sex and be a top and not get HIV quicker than a bottom? Oh, Right, because you somebody told you that the bottoms is more susceptible right. to HIV, and that is true. I mean, it's true, but that's it, true. but that but that doesn't but mean the tops are not exposed. Right, right, and that's something that I heard too as well. Mm-hmm. 
So you run around top of people thinking, that oh, you're not going to get it. I, I'm not going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing it out. But that's not true. You can get it too. That's one thing. What is something that you guys learned was wrong about your sex education? Baby, listen, you love did not put me in anything wrong. I went to sex <laughs> conventions. <laughs> Baby, she I went to big ass big oh, excuse my French. I went to big sex conventions like your mama named Eula. <laughs> no! Don't let her Don't do Eula like that. Baby Eula. <laughs> Good old Eula. But no, she she educated me. I had the sex for dummies. Um, <laughs> every every seminar that the school had, I was up there. I knew everything there was to know about sex, and because I was so educated about sex, I didn't you I didn't bear back <laughs> until like I was twenty. What made what? you de- what made you decide to do it then? <laughs> oh no way. What made me decide decide to do it is because I trusted the person. Mm. I trusted them and I was like, Oh, you know, sure you can take the condom off. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ain't went to get no kind of test. <laughs> I was like I was like, You sure you ain't had nothing? He was like, Nope. I was like, Oh, okay, me either. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Which goes to say my education was good. <coughs> but <laughs> satisfactory. Still. <laughs> still made the wrong decision. <laughs> Risky. And you know, it, and it's no shame in doing no, it's no shame in wanting raw dog. It's no shame mm-hmm. in wanting to be pleased and to feel that kind of connection. Um, you know, I it, that is the stigma of the stuff you know we we're shamed for wanting these pleasures that we have and we shouldn't be shamed about it it's a part of it's natural and we should want it what are some of the things from you z um what was the question again uh what are some of the things about your sex education that were wrong oh okay um let's see I would say the way I learned. I learned like the typical nine out of ten kids ages from eight to sixteen um, do porn. So <laughs> that's where it was wrong. And like my parents was the one we just not gonna talk about nothing. Like I didn't even tell them when I started my cycle. I just kind of kept it to myself. How did you take care of it? Uh, just learned by myself. You Google. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Google wasn't that popular mm. back then, but I just kind of went with the flow. Like, I kind of just learned what I <laughs> no could. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just did what I could. I just knew that I had to. I saw my sister using pads and stuff like that, so I guess that was what was needed. Cool. So I was just very uneducated. So, eh, 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 eh. So like me having to learn about sex through porn. Oh, the worst I just, way. Yeah, so it's just like, uh, oh. but I kept to myself. So since I didn't know, I was smart enough to know not to explore, and I wasn't, I didn't want it that bad anyway. Like, I don't know. So I just. You did it. Yeah, I just kept to myself. Word out. So, that's just how it was for me. That's just like that's what that. That's where it just went wrong. Like it just made me fearful of exploring, and you know, porn made like you fear for it. No, no, just being not having the proper education on my body, you know, in general. So I just kept it to myself as long as I could, till I got like a girlfriend or something like that. And then they told you. No, I just kind of got an idea what to do. Gotcha. <laughs> I just knew that, I, like, I'm a very intimate person. So your mother, your mother. We, as you got older, never decided, okay, well, she no. might be going through her cycle. So y'all never had a conversation about Ever. That. Me what? and my family are not like that. Like, we love each other. We fuck with each other. But I keep everything to myself. It took me, like, not till recently till, I like, it didn't take me till recently to tell her, okay, I'm trans. And, uh, yeah, this is the pronouns I want. I'm pretty sure it's obvious. I'm trans, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that's just how I, I just, went. I don't know. <laughs> like, I would think, like, if I'm a parent, right. a woman, 
Like, I would think that that is like, something that I would tell the girls. Like, I come would, on, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> when you get to around that my nine, aunt 10, did, 11. but she that's because she mostly raised me. She was just like, let me know when you have your period. I want to celebrate, blah, blah. And that, for me, as a feeling like I'm a dude already, I'm like, right. I didn't really want to acknowledge it anyway. I didn't want to celebrate. And she didn't know that I started it, but I told her, no, I didn't start it because I didn't want to. And I like, and me being a trans person, right. trans man, I was like, I don't want to have that shit anyway, so I'm just not going to acknowledge it. Whatever. So it's cool that people don't, they don't think I have it. So I'm just pretending like I don't have it. I never had it. And then, like, people was like, something wrong with you. Ha- don't you got to learn the times that it comes? Right. Yeah, I just, so it's like. I kind of just went with the flow and, like, Googled everything that I could and kind of, like, they had, like, a sex education class, mm-hmm. but it was the minimal, like, nothing, like. It was just like basically don't have sex at all, and if you do, just use a condom. This is what you can get. That's it. Yeah. They didn't tell you the, the in school. It was like the worst. Right. Like I did not learn no sex education from from school. Like it, I learned. Baby, you did, baby. <laughs> listen, I went. I went to big seminars where I had <laughs> classes telling you how to fucking put on condoms. <laughs> what school? What school system is this? Waco ISD child. Come on, Waco <laughs> in Texas. Y'all better wear it out, <laughs> yeah. baby. We of all places. Of all places. Come child. on, Waco. But, but that was one of the biggest places with STDs. So I was like, girl, <laughs> y'all need it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I remember being in my sex ed class, and I remember everybody laughing at shit like. They'll put a picture up of the pussy, but it was like the anatomy picture of a pussy. It wasn't like <laughs> a real pussy. Y'all cackling at this. Right. Then, <laughs> then they put up the picture of the penis. A <laughs> dude, why is so little? <laughs> <laughs> My shit ain't that little. Yes. Why they didn't why they didn't put a black penis up there? Like everybody <laughs> cackling. So you can't really get no education because these motherfuckers is key kids. Right. And then <laughs> the teachers get all stupid with it and it just was like it Even the teachers make it awkward. Yeah, like it was so <laughs> awkward. It wasn't until I'm trying to think of I remember going to this class in um, in high school, but it didn't have anything to do with school. I was in hi- the high school age, but this particular class wasn't. It was l- some little thing that I went to that I found out through the Children's Museum in Indianapolis. Um, they had this little program where if you come to the Children's Museum on Thursday, you can get in free, and if you get... Um, you get it stamped for like multiple weeks. You'll get this little prize or whatever. But anyway, the teenage people, they would um, put them through these little fun little classes. And one of the classes, man, they had a dildo on the table. It was stuck on the table. And they showed us how to put condoms on it. Oh, damn. We uh, have bananas. They yeah, showed us how to put a dildo. They had an actual <laughs> dildo. And, well, uh, it was a. I don't want to say it was a dildo. It was a uh, dummy, a dummy dick. So okay. Was <laughs> I was about to say. But it was also a dummy vagina, too. Oh. And it was on the table, and they were showing, um, like, where the labia is and where the clitoris is and um, just all kinds of stuff. Like, that. they were at questions about the anatomy of, of the female body was totally explained to me, and uh-huh. that's how I explained it. Uh, and that's how they explained it. And it, they they told me about how herpes is not just about like the fluid; it's about a skin to skin disease. Like, uh-huh. like you can have a herpes on your thigh and transfer it to somebody on their thigh. It wasn't just about. Fucking. Oh lord! It was. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, like herpes isn't a just skin a, to skin. Yeah, skin to skin. It's not just. Um, oh my god! If I put a condom on it, it's gonna protect me. Mm-hmm. No, because if if you have a herpes somewhere. Where it's contact to somebody else's skin, it could create a herpes. <laughs> so you can pass it like that. So that um, how a lot of shit is dormant and may not show no symptoms, and you have it. Mm-hmm. Like so, me th- hearing about gonorrhea from my parents and not from Metlin in my parents' conversation, <laughs> hearing about gonorrhea about how the pee burns and da 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 da. 
that's not necessarily a symptom for everybody. Sometimes yeah. it's not. It don't burn. It's all you different. Still got it. It's different. Yeah. Like learning that stuff about it and different things like that. They taught me so much, mm-hmm. and I was like, damn. Why wasn't the <laughs> the high school right. education this thorough? Just keep it real. That would have been much more. But everybody was running. Run, a lot of bitches running around pregnant. Sure was. Yeah. <laughs> Even in middle school. Exactly. Yeah. So I know somebody who had a baby at eleven. Damn. Damn. Can your body even? Obviously. Yeah. Take that. You know what I'm saying. I'm um, sure. I wonder who she baby. was pregnant by. Probably somebody molesting. Of course. I don't even remember. I just remember she had a baby at 11, then she had another baby in high school. Wow, she was wearing it out. Well, I hope she is blessed and highly favored right now in her life. I hope that she is being the great mother that she, Mm -hmm. that everybody can be, and I'm sure she did. So I hope she's blessed. Yes. All right. Big responsibility. Children are joys from the earth. We got about. 15 minutes. <laughs> so, I mean, do all black lives matter? Oh, do they all black? Do they matter? Do not trans. Uh, not mine. Not, tra- as not as black concerned. trans lives matter. I mean, probably white trans lives matter on the lowest keys on the goodest of days. Why do you say that? <clears throat> white trans lives Look who has the most platform as far as trans people right now, though. Look who got the most say in a lot of stuff and the most popularity. Mm. Mm. Who? White trans dudes who? as far as FTMs. Oh, yeah, okay. Definitely. Yes. Because there's definitely no black trans male voice. Not I mean, there's a, there's a few, but not as amplified. Amplified as that, yeah. We know some of them because we are black trans people, so right. we know them. Yeah. Like Atik Milan. Uh, um, yeah. A Lewis Mitchell, uh, Carter Brown. Uh, who I only heard of Tiki Milan. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. Right. Uh, Courtney Ziegler, uh, um, Doctor Courtney Ziegler. I'm sorry. Let me give you your respect of your education, my nigga. I'm so proud. <laughs> of you. So proud of you, mm-hmm. uh, Doctor Corey Ziegler. That's what's up. Um, it's so many people. Neil Sanja, my husband. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's tons of people. That need a voice, need to be amplified, but just the white ones are amplified. And then you have the trans folks, the trans women. You got the Caitlyn Jenners, the buffoons like her, who these people are listening to because they're rich and white. The most privileged ones, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like. Most uh, voice. But then I can say we have. The Laverne's and the Jenna Mox, and yeah, they're yeah, really yeah, conscious. Yeah. So I'm and proud of And the Maya Scott. She do a little one two when she feel it. Uh, she ain't really. I don't get activist tea from her. I don't. Yeah, I just like how she has grown from you know being this Instagram popular person. Now she's on Star. I I res- that part of her I respect. I don't think. I don't think she. Um, she's kind of quiet. She's kind of quiet. Yeah. Like I don't really. She's yeah, Sydney kind of quiet too. Who? Sydney. She's a buffoon to me. Just keeping it gutter. <laughs> 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 what about Shauna Brooks? Uh, Shauna is funny. I love, but she's an Shana advocate is, too. Yeah, and I, I Shani is the trans Cardi B. Mm. Yeah. You can you can yeah, understand I like if I, I like how open she is. Yeah, yeah. Tra- car. Shauna is the trans Cardi B. She's like, you know, not necessarily politically correct, but she funny as fuck. She keep right. it real. And, you know, in regards to how she shares her life. So I kind of, and she's funny. So mm. that's kind of, kind of how her, she's hilarious to me. Um, yeah, then you got T.S. Madison, who. That's my girl. <laughs> love love she's Madison. She coming from the porn industry. Being a fucking boss in the porn industry, people like yeah. her story is all. I kind of want to go into this too. Uh, her story, even herself, she kind of she says, "Look, I came from being a porn star, being a hoe, a street hoe, and I'm this. I'm hosting a weekly show about um Empire. Is it Empire or Star? Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I've grown out of that. Even her, she kind of talked about the the kind of going from the dark side of porn to, you know, now I'm this good doing this this good mainstream stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. But I'm about respecting motherfuckers wherever they are mm-hmm. and where they've been. This bitch was a boss in the porn industry. She wasn't just a bitch running around doing photo shoots for Groovy, doing um. Oh. Whoa, whoa, wait! What's the way? Hold on, a bitch doing photo shoots for Groovy. What's the tea with that? It's not, but that's you're making money for somebody else. True tea, but I mean it depends. Yeah, you getting your five hundred, six hundred, twelve hundred. I don't know how much it costs. Cause I ain't never done it, but you getting your coins. <laughs> but they are benefiting because you giving them content for their sites that Truth they're team. making million dollars off of. No this bitch owned the rights to her videos, so she was she making her making coin. her own coins. She no was shame. a fucking boss. She wasn't just some chick working for somebody. Not that that's not shaming the girls who do that. Yeah. I'm talking about Madison. What yeah. I know of her. Yeah, yeah. She was a boss. So. I respect that. That wasn't nothing to be shamed about. Like, I, I created a raw dog empire mm-hmm. and made my own coins off of me. Right. Nobody used me. I created my own business. That's boss move. That's right. money move. That's Cardi B shit. Right. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's I, I, I made my own moves. Yeah. That rag to riches kind of um story, to me, I... I wanted to talk about this, but I thought we was going to switch it. I thought I was going <laughs> to switch it, but we've led to this, so I'm going to say it. Uh-huh. One of the things before Brandon came into the um, be- came into the fold that I wanted to talk about is the Cardi B story. So let's talk about Cardi B. I hate the fact that they are depicting her as a Cinderella story. So mm-hmm. we all know the Cinderella story. So Cinderella is this um, this girl who is under the oppression of her stepmother's. She's at pl- cleaning up, being a maid, da 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 If it was not for... Her hustle. No. In the Cinderella story, oh, yeah, if it yeah, was yeah, not yeah. for the fairy godmother and the priest, yeah. she would still be this bum-ass bitch not doing shit. Mm-hmm. Cinderella didn't become a boss bitch on her own. Right. She came because fairy godmother said oh well let me make you be let me give you this ride let me give you these horses and you go and to go and be fancy and objectify yourself to the prince Mm -hmm. and he come and chase your ass and he marries you and oh you become his queen right right Mm -hmm. she didn't do shit on her own so i hate when motherfuckers make it seem like cardi b or madison wasn't fucking bosses Right, like wasn't they just did, going their own route. Right, they did what they needed to do to become bosses. Cardi got on fucking Instagram and created her own following. That led to her getting on Love and Hip Hop, right? Mm-hmm. But somebody had to give her a chance to Look, get on. I, yes, but it's be, they gave her a chance because she garnered her own following. You see what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. If she was a nobody nobody, she wouldn't have got the chance. True. So yeah. she hustled up, was shared her personality, her talent, her all of that, what she is. And like I said, I'm not a fan of Cardi B's music. I am a fan of Bodak Yellow. That's my shit. But the other songs of hers, I'm like, oh, this is kind of corny and wacky. <laughs> but her personality is what I liked about her. Her realness, her, you know, new age feminism, all that kind of stuff. Right. She hustled her way to the top. She hustled, got on a fucking show that got her even more popular. Right. She grind and got her music better, and now she is the first female rapper with no features to become number one since Lauren Hill. That's sickening. I think that's why people fuck with her so hard. They right. Because like, they I see her hustle. You. I support you. I fuck with this music. So exactly. Shit. And that's and, and to me, and it's just, and that goes back to. From the raggedy teeth to the, the, well, not the, I'm sorry, not raggedy teeth, but you know, she was like. She fixed the grill and stuff, and it wasn't for everybody. It was right. for her. Exactly. She said, I'm going to get better. Well, well, Cardi girl, I was a fan of yours before you got number one on Bodak Yellow Girl. <laughs> so they could have been flipped on you, girl. <laughs> I but was I, not. But I live for you. So, girl. <laughs> no. Here y'all go. <laughs> so, it, for me, I hate the rags to riches story that they're selling. Like, women, there's no such fucking thing as women fucking her way to the top. What the the truth is, the truth of the matter is, we are played the cards that we are dealt. And sometimes that's a pussy motherfucking card. Mm -hmm. 
sometimes I I or get this door open for opening these legs a little bit. Just a little one too. <laughs> Just a little one too. And I came through, bitch. I'm here. But because if every bitch could fuck her way to the top, all these bitches fucking out here. We'll they be would at be the rich. Top. They would be at the top, and that's not happening. That's right. not happening. No, 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 no. Society attributes women's success to things outside of them. Like, oh, they right. must have oh, it had. couldn't have been them. Exactly. Right. It couldn't have been them. It couldn't have been their talent. It couldn't have been anything. It, they had to do something to get it. Somebody, they had right. to have some silver spoon in their mouth, right? Mm -hmm. They had to have um, sex with somebody. That's just not true. Or, no. some, or somebody had to help them the whole way. They, they couldn't do it by themselves. They had to look good or something like they, that. Oh, it's because you're just pretty. Right. Beyonce is only Beyonce because, she you know, pretty. she likes getting she pretty. Aye. But, mm -hmm. you know. You know, <laughs> discrediting the hard fucking work it took her to get. Right. You to, don't, the work to, to you don't see. To be the queen bee. You get what I'm saying? Right. And so that's what I kind of wanted to talk about and um, share. Because I think it's disrespectful to women to think that we cannot... Um, engineer our life right because we have examples out here and trans examples t.s madison is the ultimate she was a boss in her porn career now she a fucking boss in her mainstream career and i'm proud of that bitch that's in right. the story that's why she's safe all right you gotta take <laughs> somewhere to get somewhere shit. exactly so we at 106 <laughs> 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 so we gonna let it ride on that y'all Holla. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's Plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We will be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamond, S-T-Y-L-Z, at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. You going to say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, y'all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Every little thing's going to be all right.